Imagine Mickey Mouse just started with a what's the Dallas. That's how you would bring Mickey Mouse back in 2020 if he just said, put a video of Mickey Mouse on TikTok and white Air Force Ones with the little Caesar haircut that the kids are rocking out. He just said, what's the Dallas? What's the Dallas? Yeah, the guy who made Mickey Mouse was a huge anti-Semite. Back in the day, you could be an anti-Semite and people just wouldn't go look in your closet to find out what your opinions were of people who didn't celebrate Christmas. And you could create Mickey Mouse. And as long as you got a Mickey Mouse smoke screen going up, nobody says, hey, what's your opinion of the Jews? That must have been a weird dinner. That must have been a weird dinner for a guy named Harvey or a guy named Ida or Iris or a guy named Josh when they came and said, I'm here to invest I've seen you cartoons. I love what you're doing. I love what you're building down there in Florida. It's a new frontier. First of all, I like to get out of New York City for a couple of months. Okay, so this is the beginning of the snowbirds where we leave the Northeast Corridor or even the North because we're spread all over the place. And we go down to Florida for a couple of years. We got a couple shekels saved up. I have shekels saved up. I'm in my, I own my own business. I have a couple of buildings. So what I do is I go down to Florida. I go to Florida down there in Boca for the couple of months and you are starting your Disney World in Florida. So I would like to invest. Mr. Walt Disney, uh, I only have one question. What's your opinion of my people? Because we're starting our own country, and you know, back in history, we don't have a good track record with people who don't like to not celebrate Christmas. Because I know you celebrate Christmas, so how do you like my people? Because remember, this country was founded on both Judeo and Christian values. And he goes, um, love cartoons and mouses, hate Jews. Is that going to be a problem? I don't mind your money, but I do not like Jews. And you're going, oh, okay, well, have a gula. Have a gula, that's not Jewish, but have a gula sounds like it would be Hebrew. Hava, it is. I got it mixed up with Hare Krishna. I got my crazy group mantra stuff mixed up. Hava Nagila is Jewish, and that means we're getting married, put a hat on, and lift a chair. I never understood why I lifted chairs. You know what I'm saying? Put the guy on a fucking throne, don't put him on a fold out metal chair. You know, that's lifted in the air up and up and up by four cousins who are clearly overweight or at least dehydrated and too hot. Because if you know anything about Orthodox Jews, okay, I haven't been to an Orthodox Jewish wedding, but I am from New York, so I am familiar with them. Those guys don't dress seasonally appropriate. So if that wedding is in July, those guys got on wool pants, major fumes in their ball sack area, and they're sweating like pigs. So that's why they got, you know, that's why a lot of them have rashes under the curls. It's just from the heat of the outfits. So any of those guys could drop at any moment while they're lifting the chair up in the air. They could just fucking drop to the floor from dehydration. The key to life is hydrate. You got to be hydrated. I got a little app called Water Balance where I check my water and you would not believe how little water we drink, you know, daily without thinking about it. If you're someone out there not thinking about it, you need to drink more water. And this is definitely a first world problem where a doctor goes, you need to drink more water. And you're going like, okay, I guess I got to add that to my budget in America, which is ironic because when you're in a first world, the more expensive water has become. You would figure in a first world, water's just free because you're living in the first world. Um, in Sweden and, Nor and the Northeast Corridor and a lot of places, water is free. In America, it tastes like a sedative, which has, uh, the government has put in there. Fluoride for our teeth, which I don't mind because I don't brush my teeth every night. So I'm in favor of teeth hygiene socialism. 
You know, I didn't ask for it, but the government is distributing, redistributing fluoride into our mouths because let's be honest, the double Sunday at Carvel and the Baconator, you got a little burger in between. I don't know how they made bread out of bacon. No matter how many times you brush your teeth, your fucking mouth's going to shit. You're going to be 30 years old and your gums are going to recede all the way into your dick line. It's just going to go all the way down. I went to the dentist late, uh, recently and he was like, do you brush your teeth? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, so how come your gums are down to your chin? And I said, because because this is America and the food that we eat, the sugar in the food we eat. Once in a while, I'm Yanni Biden. I will mispronounce it. The sugar that we eat overpowers fucking Colgate. Okay, and plus the toothpaste we use now isn't really meant to clean our teeth the way the dentists do when you go get a cleaning because we live in America and it's all about vanity. This is fucking Kardashian Yas. This is when you start your business based on your personality fame and your personality fame is made just because of the fact that you like to hit your sister and you like to fuck black guys. And so you make a cologne with your name on it or a perfume with your name on it and you're famous. Right now we are in the bullshit celebrity era economy that's all we have we're all trying to get famous so we can sell bullshit to you i'm gonna pretty soon want you to buy this merch or my merch and that's what we do that's the economy the bullshit now that trump's gone the economy is gonna go down 75 percent because 75 percent of the american economy was hating trump those people aren't gonna go get jobs at hate factories there's nobody to hate now the democrats control the entire government the 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 Congress and the executive branch. The only thing they don't control is the judicial branch. Um, the one, sorry, we live in New York City, so at any point you could hear a random noise or you could hear someone say, yeah, fuck you. Anything can happen outside. Um, so yeah, the Trump economy's gone. And so yeah, now they don't make toothpaste to uh, clean your teeth. They make toothpaste to whiten your teeth. You could have cavities underneath those teeth, but as long as there's fucking pearly white, that's all people care about because it's all vanity. It's all vanity. It's all vanity, which has been good, which has been good for the girls' ass economy. Do you remember when there was just girls with flat asses? Remember your mom would just take off her sports coat, you know, because every woman in her four, up from 40s up just starts wearing sports coats and they go short hair. Why do women go short haircut? This is something me and Jesse used to always talk about, actually. Women go short haircut after around 40 for one reason, one reason only, 50 maybe. 50, you start seeing all women cut their hair short. If you're in the Midwest, you're gonna see a little neck fat in the back. That's not a big deal. Those are just the women who are sitting at home, eating, uh, eating Applebee's takeout, two for 20 meal, take home by Uber Eats, and uh, they got a little neck fat because they're sitting on the couch all day. No big deal. Those are Midwestern housewives. But they all got short haircuts because there comes a certain age where a woman just doesn't wanna have a guy see her at the bar from behind and go, who the hell is that? And then she turns around and it looks like, you know, she's about to fly away in a broomstick. You don't want that to happen. You don't want it because from the back, long hair looks like it could be any young girl. But you know, the thing is now, you're gonna see asses everywhere. Women just squat their asses into existence. It used to be in the 80s and 90s, if you banged out Farrah Fawcett or one of the Charlie's Angles, Charlie's Angels, from the back, if you were hitting fucking Farrah Fawcett doggy style, there's no difference between that and banging your dad. Just a flat ass. You're just banging in a bone. Just that. There's no cushion there. Now it's like everyone just goes and women just squat it out. It's ass day again. It's leg day again. Guys skip leg day. It's hilarious. Guys just do buys, chest. 
Uh, and then they ripped, you know, they start ripping muscles and shit because that's what they do. Guys just go for that appearance for the upper body. Women want sort of a dainty upper body and they want that fucking Serena Williams below the waist build. And that's been nice. It's been nice that asses have become a huge part of what you're attracted to. Because it used to mostly be legs and titties. Americans were big titty guys. French, they were like, they didn't care about titties. They're like, if you got a, you know, if your titties are flat, it's fine. You got uh, air, air pit hair, it's fine. As long as you pronounce Duval the right way, you're getting banged out in France. As long as you're married to somebody else and it can be an affair, you're getting banged out in France. Those people love to cheat. They got it right. Maybe that's what keeps a marriage going. I don't know. I'm not Dr. Ruth. I'm not Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew finally ended up getting COVID. Dr. Drew. It's fucking 150 degrees in here because this is a New York City apartment and they just pump the heat. Um, you have to open the, the window more in winter here than you do in summer because of how unbalanced it is. Um, just like Dr. Drew's opinions. Dr. Drew is a guy who's telling you, you know, it's just the flu, coronavirus isn't real, and then he got COVID, and now he's selling that. You know, he's selling, oh, you can get it twice, three times, four times, 16 times, 18 times. Don't leave your house. I don't want you to leave your house because I want you to watch my podcast. So anyone who's selling you anything um, is because they have something to sell. So, you know. Uh, you don't want me to take my shirt off because uh, COVID now is a month ago. So guess who's been eating a little bit? This girl. I'm back up to uh, post Yanni Klani weight right now. I mean, <laughs> I I'm ready to audition for Santa Claus in my cul-de-sac. I'm ready to do. I'm ready to have children sit on. You know, you got to have a fat Santa Claus, and I think the reason why. Somebody was very smart and they made Santa Claus, because uh, Santa Claus is made up. We invented him or whatever, right? He's based on St. Nick, which was another guy. Swedish shit. Yeah, he's ba- uh, or like German, uh, Saint, Saint, uh, you know, something. So St. Something was turned into Santa Claus and he became fat. And they say it's because he's jolly, but being jolly, fat guys are jolly. But also when your kid sits on a guy's lap, you'd rather him be fat. You want as much cushion between that kid and that that Santa's peace as possible. You don't want that kid sitting on a skinny guy where he could just pinch a tent right into your kid's butt cheek. You don't want that. So if a guy's fat, he's sitting up here on the belly and the piece can't reach. The piece isn't big enough to get up to your kid. So it's sort of like pedophile protection. It's pedophile protection. In fact, instead of cutting off pedophiles' dicks or putting them on an app where they have to register as sex offenders with the government and we know where they are, in addition, it would be nice if we, f- if we fed these fuckers and made them extremely, extremely obese. That way, if a kid runs, they can't catch them. That, that's a good thing, right? Gives a kid, you want to give these kids, you want to give these kids a, a, a chance in hell to get away. You don't want speedy pedophiles on the street. You don't want a pedophile who can run a race. So after you identify a pedophile, put them on the list. You ever go on one of those lists? I remember I was staying at my ex-girlfriend's house in Syracuse, and I was just curious because there's an app that you can go to, and you just check where all the pedophiles are in your area. It, you know, And I was in Syracuse with my ex-girlfriend, uh, Jesse at the time. And uh, I was like, I was just curious. I was laying up late at night, and I was like, I want to know where all the pedophiles are. I fucking turned it on. Her neighborhood lit up like a Christmas tree. Wait, you have this app? I have this app. It's like a, it's like you, anyone can have it. Yeah. It's called like, you know, pedophilematch.com, you know? It's like pedophile, 
it's pedophile Tinder. It's like, you know, right. you just find them. It, they, where they live lights up. And then you can look at the picture of their crime. So they're registered. So you, wherever you go to a new town, you check this out? I love to do that. I want to know where the local pedophiles are. You know what I mean? Because when I shave, I look very young. Um, but no, it's just a fun thing to know. And I like to look through them and what their, what their crimes are. But yeah, when I was, dude, Syracuse lights up like fucking a Christmas tree. <laughs> The most disturbing part is like where I was lit up. So my address lit up. Her address is like, is there, is there, you have an uncle in the basement you haven't told me about? But isn't that a good idea? You feed the pedophiles till they get incredibly obese. Then they can't chase the kids. And also they can't, the, the, you ever think about how do fat guys even fuck? They can't. You know, the only fat guys that can fuck, you got to have, your dick has to be as big past where your stomach is. When I start to get fat, I just see my dick slowly start to disappear over the horizon of the hill. Yeah, you can pull it up. Maybe there's like a crane you can, like a, you just like take a shovel and hold it up. And then, yeah, I mean, there comes a point where it's very difficult. So that's my recommendation to the legal system is we have these pedophiles be force fed so they can't chase kids and catch them. And there's too much padding for them to even touch them with their piece, you know? So it really, or you could just cut their dicks off and, you know, whatever feed them estrogen. How come you not just finish the process? I mean, being trans is fucking in right now. And uh, why not, if you, why don't you just cut their pieces up and say, look, you gotta be a woman now. Women don't, women don't really, there's very few women pedophiles. And the ones that are pedophiles, the morality is always questionable. The only people who are really upset about that, uh, let's, how should we call them, are, are people without penises. Like, when you read one of those stories when it's like 24, four-year-old math teacher has a scandalous affair with 15-year-old student, you're going like, was there a crime that happened here? And, you know, mothers are going, absolutely, she manipulated him, no age of consent. And guys are going like, she's bad. And then underneath, they're just hitting the teacher, the female teacher with a little fucking Wayne, you know, Wayne's world. Little Bill and Ted's like, yas. Because look, if I was 15 banging out my 24-year-old, um, Teacher, that is not a crime to me. That's a lesson. That's lesson number one. Welcome to class. She is a teacher, and um, she's teaching me how to fuck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know why you'd want to be a 24-year-old teacher and bang out a 15-year-old. I, I, that's kind of that is a little bit of a power thing. You're not going to enjoy it. I mean, do you remember back in those days when you were 15 and you just went eh? <laughs> it was really just like plugging your iPhone charger in, which is what I thought sex was until I was about 23. I thought you just plugged it in and just sat there and waited for it to charge. That's what I thought sex was. I didn't know you had to pump or anything like that. You know, I grew up in a Greek Orthodox household, so I had to learn from my friends that you had to move your body in the pus. Plus, porn wasn't everywhere. Though. Porn wasn't everywhere. You had to be, you had to be an Ocean's Eleven type heist master to get porn, and I'll explain that in a second. But yeah, I used to think it was just like you plugged your charger in and just went like this and waited, and then the baby would, uh, then the baby juice would just fly out when it was ready, you know, because you were charging up. When we were kids, Jesus Christ, I mean, now you hand any kid your phone now. First of all, that, that's one of the scariest things I have a daughter is like, I, I'm not gonna watch porn anymore. I gotta get a burner phone just for porn because I don't wanna hand my fucking phone to my kid when it's making too much noise in an Applebee's when me and my wife are doing a two for 20 because the industry, sh industry shut down and we gotta share fucking broccoli rob and two fucking shit frozen steaks. 
and my kid's making a lot of noise and I want to shove that fucking thing in its face like the pacifier it's become. I don't know if you've ever gone to dinner or lunch with any of your friends that have kids out there, but once that kid starts fucking acting up or getting restless, you just take out that fucking thing, put on some weird fucking German cartoon and stuff it in its face and it just sits there like the Manchurian candidate. It's hilarious. We've turned our children into fucking tech zombies and it's great because it lets you enjoy adult time, you know? You could even probably cheat on your wife. Your kid wouldn't notice as long as you put fucking, you put frozen, let it go, let it go. You fucking throw that animated cunt right on the screen and throw it to your kid. Then you bang out somebody behind your wife's back. Kids in the other room watching frozen on a laptop or a phone or an iPad. You're good. She says, who's that? You just go, oh, that's daddy's friend who's not your mommy. But they, we went in the other room to bake pancakes. But daddy, there's no refrigerator. And then you just... On her third question, you stuff that phone right back in her face and throw on another YouTube cartoon that has 14 billion hits. Have you seen the money these kid cartoons are raking in? And that's because what we do now is just put it on. Yeah. And you should see them. My kids, it's like Wait, the man. Is that that stage yet? She's, yeah, she's advanced, my kid. Yeah. Every parent says yeah, that, though. Yeah. Wow, my kid's a genius. Yeah. My kid can open its eyes and move its arms. <laughs> my kid can giggle now. My kid is going to be like Margaret Mead. She's a scientist. The women out there better be impressed that I know a scientist's uh, female's name, okay? I could have sent Jaden Goodall. She was smart too, but Margaret Mead was actually like fucking genius. So I went genius for you because it's 2020 and it's fucking work it, girl. Kamala Harris's gulag time, baby. I can't wait to get put into a re-education camp by fucking AOC's human rights uh, committee. And I'm going in. Because they're going to start sifting through all your work as a comedian and say, you said this word, you're going to be on notice. Are you deleting tweets? Huh? You deleting tweets? Uh, yeah, you better delete thoughts at this point. Because I don't know if you got clear when you, go to the, when you go to the airport that you put your eyes right in there. It reads your eyes to see if it's you. Pretty soon they're going to be able to read thoughts and they're just going to see, you know. They're going to see what you're thinking. And as a comedian, we think a lot of stuff because the funny stuff is, is not always the appropriate thing to say. Someone had a question about politics. They said, what do you think about Yang being Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, you know, we, we got to just continue this Chinese takeover. Stop fighting it. I mean, you know, I'm just here to wake you people up. I've said it on previous episodes. This is probably a CCP virus that was put to slow down the whole world, so they kept moving, and... You know, they took Hong Kong. They Look, it. they're running the world. And it's not a horrible thing because they, they still make our iPhone. You could still an, afford an iPhone for 75 bucks or 100 bucks depending on what promo you use at AT&T. I just got my wife a phone for five bucks a month. Do you know what kind of slave labor has to happen in another country, you naive, idiot, fucking left-wing dingbats? Do you know what kind of slave labor has to take place? You can call it whatever you want. You can call it labor overseas. Dubai was built by, you know, uh, by rich Arab tycoons who employed Indian and Pakistani South Asian low-income workers. You can call five cents a day, whatever you want to call it, but make zero mistake. You need to put this kinchi because that's what you call slavery. So your iPhone's in your hand and you bought it for $5 a day for 30 months at AT&T with an upgrade or a switch from Verizon. Guess what? A little Asian slave made your phone. 
No matter what you tweet on it, you could tweet you care about all people's lives. The thing is, your fault is more of an immoral thing than whatever you tweeted. Even Steven, baby, you don't want to look what's in the sausage. Okay, we live in a big hot dog, and what you're eating is cow's asshole. So just put the fucking mustard on it, a little processed onions with some weird sugary red sauce, and some fucking sauerkraut, which is the only fucking cultural achievement in the food realm that the Germans gave us, and fucking enjoy your fucking ballpark dog. My name is Sean Terry Forte. Let me tell you something right now. I was fucking there. I was fucking there on what we call Liberation Day down at the fucking Capitol. We were going to fucking storm it. But it was all fucking Antifa that was in there that was fucking trying to get into the Capitol. How do I fucking know? I seen the fucking purple hair underneath their helmets. They were fucking undercover spies just like in the fucking Joker movie. You remember the fucking Joker put all the fucking guards in the other fucking uniforms? That's what fucking happened. Who's the joker? Fucking Nancy Pelosi. You ever look at a fucking face? All you gotta do is put a fucking little color on there. You see the fucking box and a fucking joker. I'm telling you, Trump 2024 is coming back. Fucking, I only watch O&N fucking network. Now, Fox got bought by George Soros, ladder 14. Fucking George Soros, this fucking guy is a shapeshifter. All right? The problem was we were fucking upstairs. The problem was we didn't fucking handle the reptiles under there. Because under there, they got fucking, what happened is, I don't know if you know this, but fucking Hillary and fucking AOC and fucking Nancy, they was in the fucking Capitol. And then somebody tipped them off. We had a fucking rat. And they said, ah, fucking the Trump soldiers are coming to fucking take the Capitol and stop the fucking certification of the vote. So what happens is, they had enough time to get out of there. How? Because I had fucking zip ties. I had a fucking, you remember those in the Iraqi war? We fucking zip tie you up? I had a fucking zip ties. Because I got a friend, he was fucking Iraq, he brought them home. He was in Abu Ghraib. He fucking took a car. He was the guy taking the pictures. He was the fucking guy in Abu Ghraib taking the pictures of the fucking, you know, with the hat on and all that fucking shit. He took the pictures. So I had a couple fucking zip ties. We were going upstairs, but what we didn't fucking realize is that they could change forms. Fucking AOC, they fuck, when you turn into a fucking, when you turn into an ant or a fly, or you fucking turn into a little, uh, what do they call those? The fucking honey badges. They turned the fucking honey badges, shapeshifters. They fucking scurried out of there and went to the tunnels. Fucking underneath the pizza place, they got a whole fucking tunnel where they touch your kids. Fucking, you know who's down there? Gizzly Maxwell's down there. She fucking touch your kids. Fucking lot of 14, hand me a beer. I don't know, cuz. This, uh, um, the inauguration happened. Trump, it's amazing. There's no, there's no, like, celebration he's gone. It's just a people- Moved on quick. Were you surprised he left? I know everyone was saying that he wasn't going to leave. He was going to fucking leave. You kidding me? Yeah, they let him play around. And then once the storming of the Capitol happened. Who do you think the hammer was? Who came down? Yeah, those are what you call wasps who finally got woken up in the Connecticut and Gold Coast area. The richest areas, there's a few of them in in California, Texas. And that's when you bring bipartisan uh, bipartisan um, people together is when they go, all right, now you're fucking our whole shit up, okay? Because here we are during this pandemic getting filthy rich, okay? That's when Bezos sits down with some guy named Winthorpe who has eight-generation wealth and he flies in on a copter into Westchester Airport, which is a small airport on his private plane and there's a guy named Winthorpe there, there's a guy named Baker, there's a guy named something the third, 
because he's like the third or fourth with the same name, and you walk into a house that has portraits of family members in the foyer, and the foyer is not just a little room where you take your fucking shoes off. It's the first house that you pass through to go to the bigger house. That's what the foyer is, and it's in fucking Connecticut, in Milton, Connecticut, or in uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, and you sit down, and you got the wasps, you got the Jews... You got a couple of Irish people who slip through the ranks. Here's the thing about Irish people. They think that they're, they think that the wasps like them. But let me explain to you why the wasps hate you even more. Okay? Because you guys fucking trick them. You blend in. You walk in with your pale little faces and a polo shirt with khakis because you want to blend in with white society. And you try to paint over the fact that you're a potato monkey from a dirty island to these people. <laughs> You're a potato monkey from a dirty island. Because that's what the British look at you like. Oh, is he from Ireland? Have him clean. Have him clean. What's he doing here? What are you doing here, you potato monkey? So that you trick them. And then they start talking and they have you at their table because, you know, you own a great big plumbing company or you got a great pension from the police. And you try to talk nice. And then once they see you slurp your, fir- your first oyster, like, <laughs> and order your first Bud Light, they go, get this stinky Irishman out of here. So they hate you even more. Me, they look at me and they could see I'm just a swarthy fucking Mediterranean nobody. And they could just, I can't hide the sweaty Mediterranean slave boy that I am to them. So at least when I walk in, they get nauseous just from looking at me. You tricked them at first. And that's why they hate you even more. Because they like you for a second until they realize you're not a wasp. Because wasps love being around other wasps and they want you away. They don't want you to know about their area. So when Trump did his little thing where they stormed the fucking, where he was winking at them, go over there. We're going to have to take this with might and force. I mean, do it peacefully. Do it peacefully. But what we're going to have to do is zip tie them up. We're going to have to put AOC in the back of the van and lock her up. But do it peacefully, people. People, we want to do it peacefully. (laughs) When he was doing that whole wink, the whole, you know... No, I've said it before. That's exactly the coup d'etat you would expect from a bunch of people who believe that Hillary Clinton turns into a lizard at night and eats baby blood. That's what a coup d'etat of those people would look like. So once those wasps saw that, they had enough. Because then you're, 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 you are basically threatening their status quo right now. Because they want people eating enough. So, you know, they watch, go to the game, fucking fight in the parking lot, tailgate. The eagles are their life. Eagles, go Steelers. And you just shut the fuck up, put the yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Even if you're a white girl, you're sitting there, black and yellow, black and yellow. I'm fucking, you go to Pittsburgh and, 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 you know, they have so much city pride. They wear the colors, you know. You go to a fucking funeral in Pittsburgh. The priest goes, okay, first of all, go Steelers. Okay, now we're here to gather to thank, you know, Ben Roethlisberger never did it, denied it. You know, there's no priest who believes uh, Ben Roethlisberger. That's how much they enjoy um, their small-mindedness. So the wasps want them to get back to that. They're going, let's get this fucking vaccine out there so we can stuff these little morons back into the fucking football stadium, give them cheap beer, fuck their livers up, and they can be distracted so I can go back to enjoying my lobster and not talking to my wife 
I enjoy that. I got a 3,000-year-old scotch in my basement that I sip once a night because it's a secret that wasps have been passing down for generations and their fucking dumb skull and bones sacrifice the lamb fucking parties that they do with their masks on that they take one sip of scotch one every night and they live to be 300. You ever look at, you ever look at Summer Redstone, who, by the way, I think is still alive. He might be. The guy's still alive. The guy's 104. Okay? How did... I mean, his wife was 24, and that's, that's true love, really, you know? That's that true love that you need to celebrate on Valentine's Day, you know? Him and uh, the Iceman and his wife. The Iceman, uh, the Iceman was a serial killer, and every Valentine's Day, I post a picture of the Iceman uh, on Father's Day. I'm sorry. On Valentine's Day, <laughs> Valentine's Day, I like to post Anna Nicole Smith with that billionaire she married, who was 93, because that's, just remember that love has nothing to do with interest. It's altruistic, and it's beautiful. And then on Father's Day, I like to post uh, the Iceman, who was a serial killer for the mafia, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and his wife and uh, his kids, because he was a family man. I mean, <laughs> when he was home, I mean, he would beat the shit out of his wife on occasion, but only on occasion when his sauce wasn't right. And, uh, you know, he loved his kid. But uh, then he would go out at night and murder you with a shotgun to the face or a lethal injection to the arm, because that's when he wasn't being a dad. So who's a better father, really? When he was home, he was attentive. Here's the funny thing. My dad kind of neglected me from work. The Iceman came home, and all he did was play with his daughter. So, in a world where there are no absolutes, who's the better father, really? Because him killing people who were in the mafia or somebody who didn't smile at him right at a red light and he blew them, their head off with a shotgun has nothing to do with his father's skills, per se. When he got home, he was a good dad. So, happy Father's Day to the Iceman, you know? Rest in peace. I mean, he recently died. We lost another great American, one of the goats. I mean, the kid got like 40, 50 kills, 60 kills, one of which he fed to rats in a cave, and he filmed it. And he said, I didn't like that. That one disturbed me. <laughs> Talk about brutes magoots. Would you rather die of COVID or get eaten by rats? I'll take COVID any day. All day long. Yeah, and COVID was not pleasant. I can't think of a worse way to die than get eaten by rats. Hmm. Now, you, that's, I take that as a challenge. <laughs> um, Alive, you're fully fine. Yeah. Yeah. How about Rosie O'Donnell sucking your dick to death? Shout out to Donald Trump. We miss you. No. Yeah. How about how about being trapped in a room with Ellen for four days and you have to? How about you have to quarantine with Ellen? Imagine quarantining with that monster for six months in a in a motel with two beds and a TV from the '80s that you have to stand up and turn the channel like that with Ellen DeGeneres. Now, let me ask you the question again. Would you like to get eaten alive by rats in a cave anonymously by yourself in peace? Or would you like to have to sit through the fucking torture of her opinions and personality and her imperious fucking, uh, uh, imperious, uh, per, what would you call that? Her imperiousness. Would you want to sit through that for six months in a motel room eating fucking Domino's pizza? You can only finish. You can only order out. And this is in the middle of this is in the middle of the country in Pennsylvania. So you are in the, the suburbs of Pennsylvania, not in an expensive one, in a former steel town where the only thing you can eat is Papa John's and fucking Chinese buffet. And it's order in. Okay? And she likes pineapple on her pizza. Would you rather get eaten alive by rats or quarantine with Ellen DeGeneres? And the TV's on MSNBC all the time. The TV's on fucking CNN. CNN. Even worse. <laughs> yeah, and she likes to watch Chris Cuomo 24 hours going. 
What's going on, folks? <laughs> yeah. I might take the rats. You might take the rats. Exactly. So would I. So would I. So the hashtag Biden and impeachment is gone now. I mean, I, I like going back to when conservatives are the counterculture. That was fun. That started towards the end of the Obama era because I'm in comedy. So I remember when like comedians weren't really that funny. They were just going up there going because nobody really wanted to deal with reality or anything serious. So they would all get in a room and say, hey, you know, multiculturalism, you know, I, I support gay rights, black rights. None of them had any black friends that you go to those crowds, those alt rooms in Brooklyn during the Obama administration, the second term. It was the whitest fucking crowd you've ever seen in your life. It was like white people in Reggie Watts and on occasion Hannibal Burris, and that was it. That was it. Maybe a Baron Vaughn sighting here and there, and then the Lucas brothers came in a little too late. Okay? And that was like you took Hannibal Burris and just split him into two. It's a joke. They're comedians. If they watch it, they'll get it. I mean, if you split, if you took a sword and split Hannibal Burris, they'd just turn into the Lucas brothers. But otherwise, it was just like fucking the whitest crowd you could ever see, which was always hilarious and ironic to me it's like you know we're fucking so good and you're like we love black we love the struggle we love black people and it's like do you know any do you know one at least and they always go here's Hannibal and you're like okay you're fucking you get black culture but at that time it was just silly stuff that's why the Altstein kind of flourished because like nobody everyone it was an orgy of money tech bubble San Francisco was bubbling it was frothy before the fall it was frothy. It was just like the 20s, the booming 20s, just without the flappers and more like, look at my camper shoes and this is my pumpkin coffee. Fuck you, I'm better. Fuck you, I'm better. That's what this party was. Uh, uh, that was the, this was the, this is how we partied in the 2000s. Uh. Yeah, the band's famous. I'm not a fan anymore. Okay? I want my band to be playing in coffee houses and nobody needs to know about them. And I need my shoes to be campers at all times and tightly laced New Balance. So that era is back now, baby. The mainstream is going to these, uh, you know, uselessly educated white kids who moved to cities who now <laughs> fled to the suburbs, by the way. First ounce of trouble. Those kids fucking emptied out of those bed bug infested apartments quicker than you can say Rumpelstiltskin. Fucking Williamsburg is empty right now. There's, there's a guy walking around right now naked with a machete chopping up whoever he sees. And where do you think Seth is? Seth is back. He is back in <coughs> the suburbs of Chicago, sitting with his mom eating ordered Cheesecake Factory cheesecake online. And he's considering working at the Panera Bread part-time. You know, they're still doing takeout. So those kids who flocked here and were so moral took the first train out of Dodge as soon as the coronavirus hit. But they're back now. This, this four years is about to be so fucking woke. I mean, we are going to put the entire straight white male agenda on fucking notice. Say it with me. On. Clap. Fucking notice. I mean, it is Kamala time. Because Biden has about, you know, talk about a Trojan horse. I mean, that kid's about to drop, and his stomach's about to open, and she's about to walk out. What's the over-under on him? Oh, dude, I mean, you got to go to Stanhope's death pool, but I would say... Six months, a year? I would say the kid's got a year and a half before he drops, That's you know? I'd say. say about a year and a half, and then uh, Kamal, you know, Kamal's going to kill him. I mean, <laughs> you don't think she got to where she got because she's a beautiful human being. 
I mean, she figured out a way to get in the White House without having to get elected, which would probably never happen. So she's she shrewd. I mean, she put more black people away. I mean, she put more black people down than, I mean, I'm trying to find a good analogy, than Kamala Harris. She is the Kamala Harris of Kamala Harris. I mean, during her uh, stint as DA, um, she put more black people in jail for like marijuana offenses than, than you could shake a stick at. So she's a controversial figure, and the black community knows that. But you know what? Sometimes the heroes aren't the ones that we choose. They're the ones that we need. She is the Batman of the vice presidency. You know? Fuck that. You don't want to see how the sausage is made. It's good to see, was she half Jamaican, half Indian? It's good to see, especially those Indians, that oppressed group. We have to stop oppressing the Indians. They're not doing good enough, you know? Uh, you know, you, we got a lot of these first-generation multimillionaire comedians and actors like, you know, it did, it's, their parents got here when they were 15 and they had four, uh, four uh, Hindu dollars in their pocket and they opened a motel, worked their ass off, and now you're accepting, uh, giving a speech at the Oscars. Not quick enough. This country's just, this country's oppressive. Didn't happen quick enough. They should have handed you an award when you were four. They shouldn't have even had to put you in the movie. They should have made you a star just because your parents immigrated here and they're Indian. I mean, if I hear one South Indian complain about America, I'm going to say, you know what? Shh, you're on notice because you guys are doing great. Nobody's crushing America like South Asians and Asians. They are crushing education. They're crushing, they're making more money than everybody else. And shout out to you. Enjoy it. That's what makes America great. I'm actually saying that's great. But when you complain, it's a little fucking annoying. It's like hearing Paris Hilton say her purse strap hurts her shoulder. <laughs> this purse is a little hurts. This Fendi purse is hurting my shoulder because it's got a phone in it and I'm anorexic. I throw up my food so there's no muscle fiber to cover my shoulder. So... What, yeah, I'm always. Are people enjoying it? What's up? Go to go to Long Days on YouTube. Subscribe. Turn your notifications on. They want to hear your side of the Tim Dillon story. What's the Tim Dillon story? COVID story. COVID. The Tim Dillon the COVID story. Yeah. So me and another person were there talking about our COVID symptoms and how horrid we were, and the great Tim Dillon was there uh, doing his mental recorder to blast us later. Listen, that kid's got to do his job. When you're in his presence, there's a chance you are going to end up on his episode and on the butt end of his joke. So it's not just me. I'm sure he's come through a lot, come in contact with a lot of people who had COVID, and uh, it was very funny. And look, as Tim says, I got to do my job. He's got to do his job. So if you're a fan of Tim Dillon, there's a good chance you will get cursed out if you DM him, which is great, which is he has to do his job. He's not your friend, and he'll tell you he's not your friend. He doesn't even like you as a fan. He calls you people animals, and he's right. That's the thing. He's honest. That's the great thing about Tim Dillon, what makes him so funny. He's not pretending to like you. He's not pretending to be everybody's friend. He's not pretending to want to do everything. Tim knows exactly who he is, and he, th he thinks he's better than you. And when it comes to food, he is. The kid knows food. So watch out. He's coming out with some, uh, some, a nice product that I'm excited about that I'm going to buy. Anyway, so yeah, his side of the story is I was there and I was complaining about my COVID. I said I had a bellyache, you know, and I had diarrhea and my sodium levels dropped and I almost died. If I didn't go to the hospital, I could have went into a coma. And he's going, boo, fuck it. Oh, try being a fat gay guy from Long Island who's smart and funny. That's real hard. <laughs> ben, let's go. I need to record. Fucking Nancy Pelosi. I need a fucking beer. 
I can't. I'm fucking sober. Give me another cigarette. Fucking Corona people aren't catching, you know, smokers aren't catching COVID. And then he sat Indian style like the Buddha and fucking harangued me in the, in the, in the kitchen in his underwear. He took me to the airport in his underwear and no socks and shoes. He goes, I'm not getting out of the car. <laughs> the kid is ripping Marlboro lights right now. I had a great time. By the way, thank you, Joe Rogan. It's an incredible episode. Um, our History Hyenas Patreon is doing good. Thank you so much for all the new fans going over to, to History Hyenas, uh, you know, patreon.com slash History Hyenas um, from Joe Rogan and everything like that. And I uh, hope to be back, you know. I want to be back. I love Joe. It was such a fun conversation, nearly four hours. Austin is wide open, by the way. Unbelievable. I mean, they are just like, I went to get barbecue there. It was wide open. Austin's, everyone's moving there. Elon Musk is there with his wife, uh, Tiny Tim, whatever her name is. She got a weird name. Yeah, uh, Grimy or whatever her name is. He's down there. I mean, uh, there's a lot of companies moving down, a lot of tech companies moving down there. That in uh, Florida, right? Yeah, we may have to do that because look, I lean left, as you know. I'm more of a centrist that leans left, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I've never voted in my entire life. I like to make fun of everybody. I like to make fun of everybody, but you like a balance of power. That's what, that's what the checks and balances system works so well. And right now, before the Republicans had too much, they had the fucking presidency and, and the Senate. And now the Democrats have the presidency and the Senate. So we may, all normal people just may end up moving to Texas and Florida and Tennessee to Nashville. You know what I mean? They don't have state taxes there. So, you know, like I said, everyone's liberal till they open their own business. And then you sit down with your accountant and you're like, how do we avoid this tax? That's basically all doing your, basically doing your taxes with your accountant. An accountant's job is not really to count your money. It's to help you figure out how to hide your money. That's why socialism will never work, you fucking idiots. It's because of human nature. Socialism is a great temporary Temper, it tempers capitalism very well. But capitalism is more aligned with human nature. We're all self-interested. Don't fucking... Don't fucking, it's not, we don't live in a fairy tale. Okay, we're all self-interested. So socialism works as a nice temperance on capitalism. But if you try to do all socialism, that's what happened to ancient, that's what happened to Greece. That's why Greece folded. Because everyone in Greece wanted the benefits of socialism, but nobody wanted to pay for it. So everyone was hiding their money. Rich people were hiding their money. Everyone, they had a whole second economy in cash. And everyone was still getting the benefits. So you can't, that's, you're going to seesaw over on yourself. You're going to. You're going to go bust. And that, if people who don't understand the Greek financial crisis, that is it. And don't, you can email me all that you want and say, the Germans, I was listening, Mr. Panos is a character. I know he's a character, but the real truth is there was a German Jew. And he has the money in his mouth. And he takes the money from the Greeks and he puts it in here because the Germany doesn't want the Greeks to have a good time. They have a tariff. They're making the EU so they don't pay tax. This is how the Germans think the Germans fought, the Jew fought. George Bush fought. It's Trump's fault. It's Bill Clinton's fault. It's Jewish people fault. It's the Chinese fault. It's Russian fault. It's never, ever a Greek man fault. Never. The Greeks is perfect people. We smoke cigarettes, we sit around, we talk in the company, and we figure everything out. How am I genius? I'm a genius because I own a restaurant. This one made me a genius, and I have a Greek genes. So I understand, I know this conspiracy. I know what's happening. And this is German and the Jew. And this is what, what bankrupted Greece. So, 
I mean, England's on fire. They got a lot of COVID. I mean, when your country has that bad of a COVID problem, I mean, your COVID's got chlamydia. I mean, your country's got chlamydia. I wish I said your country's got chlamydia. You got to, it's burning through right now. England has chlamydia, bad. They're on their third lockdown. Um, Fauci's relieved. He's back on TV, you know, uh, and um, Johnson & Johnson is, is trying to ramp up and get their, their vaccine going. Um, I love that there's going to be like a Coke and Pepsi of vaccines. Yeah. That's real funny because like, it always ends up that way. Yeah. Capitalism, uh, the free market motivates people to come up with these vaccines, which is what makes the free market so great. You got to remember. Um, and yeah, the free market all the time gets endorsed by government money. And it should be, especially if they're doing good work like trying to come up with a fucking vaccine. It's like, yeah, give me some government money to do that. And... Pfizer did it first. Um, you can't mix the vaccines, right? You can't fix them. No, you can't fix them. Yeah, and then Moderna, and then these companies, Johnson & Johnson's coming up with one. They think uh, after their trials, they're going to have like 100 million doses ready for Americans. But it's always funny how capitalism always starts with many companies, and then inevitably, it's just like the board game Monopoly. You always end up with a Coke, a Pepsi, and an RC Cola. You end up with a McDonald's, a Burger King, and a Wendy's. Okay, and if you're a real fucking dirtbag in Arby's, who the fuck goes into Arby's? If you have all your teeth and you don't smell like beer, what are you doing in an Arby's? Have you ever stood in line in an Arby's and smelled anything except piss and beer on the pants of the person in front of you? What are you going to Arby's for? So it always ends up with three ones and the two are kind of successful. One is like a legend. The other one is like, you know, they get like the second level stars, you know, right. it's like Coke is number one. Then Pepsi was like really number two, but a strong number two that they could afford like Britney Spears in a commercial and Michael Jackson and shit. Um, and then, you know, you got McDonald's number one, Burger King, the better tasting one. Let's be honest. I mean, fucking who doesn't love a Whopper? Frame boy Whopper. And then you got the Wendy's where you're beef patty square and you don't ask any questions. You don't ask any questions about how did this meat get square? And uh, why is the face of this a redhead child? Okay, is that some sort of message to pedophiles? All right, let's talk about it for a second. My name is Derek here. And let me tell you something right now. I was raised on Wendy's, brother. That was a special Saturday night in Florida down there when me and my mother, Pam, she had me call her Pam once in a while. That's how I raised her up. Her name was Pam. She used to smoke uh, long menthols, brother. I love my mother. She sent me to the store to get her a pack of Newports and some Mad Dog 2020. And if I was passing a Rite Aid, brother, she wanted me to get some new flip-flops because she always would nod out in the flip-flops would rip off her feet, brother. My mother's toes always looked like they were dipped in chalk and scraped up because she would always walk home with one flop because when you're nodding off on meth, brother, you end up losing your balance and those flip-flops end up fucking ripping. You know what I'm talking about there, producer man? So I miss you, Pam. She ended up dying of an overdose in front of a 7-Eleven out there in Tallahassee. But I miss you. I go and put flowers down next to the payphone every day. That's right next to the part where you died, Pam. I miss you, Pam. And to my father, Henry IV, I don't know who you are, brother, but I know you're somewhere down in the Jacksonville area living your dream, brother. And I know I inherited your genes, and that's why I ended up becoming an establishment owner of my own. That's why I got the Pink Lagoon crock pit for mingo come on down this weekend we got jeb bush behind the wood wall the bushes have really fallen off 
And we got Screech from Saved by the Bell. Come on down. Get your gullet shooters. <laughs> Do we have some questions from people? Yeah, no, you can't. You don't want to see my feet. You're not going to see my feet. My feet cost the price. And if you want to see my feet, go over to my fans only page, which is another huge part of the American economy now, where everyone who used to have a job is now an amateur porn star. Are you understanding what I'm saying? This is my job right here. Okay? There are no jobs. If you don't create your own jobs by selling your pussy or showing your feet or starting a podcast or hating Trump, which is now over, you don't have a job. Okay? I mean, are you really going to send your kid to a liberal arts college for $50,000 a year in 2021? I mean, who's going to send their kid to college to go study history? I'm going to kick his kick my kid right in the butt and say go start a fucking podcast i want you to dm tim dylan and ask if he needs a food taster those are the only jobs out there does anyone have a legitimate question or are all the fucking morons on today i don't understand what bitcoin is here's the thing bitcoin's one of those things um like a comptroller that i just might spend my whole life never trying to find out what it is yeah, does anyone know what a comptroller really does? A locally elected comptroller? First of all, they're elected. So who the fuck goes and knows to vote for a comptroller? So did you know that? A comptroller's elected. I had no idea. Yeah. So it's like, which person have you ever met who even knew the name of a city's or state's comptroller, let alone had an opinion on which one to vote for? Do we have one? Yeah, we got a fucking comptroller. I don't know. I don't know. It's like Bitcoin. Can you tell me what Bitcoin is? No. no. So Bitcoin is one of those things like a comptroller that I'll probably spend my whole life not knowing about. It's one of those things you don't want to know about. Like the fact that my mother had fumes. I wish that I didn't know about that. But before my dad died, when he was having congestive heart failure, he just wanted to tell me that my mom's vagina smelled bad. So that's what happens when an old man loses his mind. And he also told me that Korean whores have tight pussies. Those are two things I wish I didn't know, Pop. Rest in peace. I know you're in heaven. But it would be nice if I, if I lived my entire life not knowing that my dad had sex with Korean prostitutes when he was in the Korean War and that my mom had major fumare on occasion. Parler needed to be shut down. They did the right thing. Excuse me, you asking the question insinuates that you have, you have, you may think the parlor should be accessed. Are you, let me see. Are you talking through your Nazi uniform right now? Okay. I can see the room that you're in, but I know that there's the Nazi flag hanging over your bed. Are you kidding me? What do you think about Parler? A basic forum for hate speech and Nazis to collaborate on how to hurt Kamala Harris? Putting it on notice didn't work. Okay? We have been putting Perler on notice for a long time. We were writing letters. We wrote letters to Amazon, to Apple, to D-platform, D-fund, D-platform, D-speech, D-fund. Everything needs to be D. Deified. Okay? Kamala Harris. She's a deity. She's deified. She's dignified. Everyone else needs to be defunct, defunded, debowed. We need to graduate from deplatformed to defunded to debowed. Do you know what happened to me, Singy? 
It's gonna happen to you because they didn't pay you. Pay you. Of course, parlor should be down. It's fucking Nazi hate speech. And speech is hate. Defund and devoice. We need to devoice the patriarchy, including me. Every night before I go to bed, I punch myself in the face and say, You're unnoticed in the mirror. I'm unnoticed three times. Three times. I do it three times like I'm the Wizard of Oz. Okay, like I'm her going tapping her feet. Instead, I go, put you on notice. <laughs> All right, so what else do we got? I mean, what do people, what, 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 why is everyone asking to see my feet? Why do why you want to see my feet? I told you, go to my fans only page. Now that I know that you want to see my feet, I'm starting a fans only page. I'm also probably going to start a Maurice's fans only page because there's still a market for that. And after a character really has peaked and comes down, there's one place for her to go, and that's prostitution. And make no mistake, I will do full prostitution as the Maurice character. So if you have a transgender fetish, if you're a tranny chaser, or you have a fetish of banging comedians while they do characters, boy or girl, I'll bang you out. Obviously, I'm going to charge a little more for the guys, but, you know... Making a living is making a living, Mr. Scatoro. By the way, Jesse Scatoro, uh, my old partner in Ditch, uh, he filmed the Maurice video. All the Panos videos, Maurice videos. Um, so he's behind the camera. So go check out his art, Jesse Scatoro on Instagram. All one word. Yeah, I have to plug it because, I mean, you never will. So you just, yeah, you're a kid who likes to fucking whittle wood in a basement. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've never seen a kid fucking play with clay longer than him and somebody, if you have a kid at home, but the only difference is the kid will end up carving, it'll end up looking like shit. Jesse will carve a full foot. And then you can, and then I'll show you that. It's been me asking to see your feet the whole time. It's who? It's been me. Oh, okay. You've just been asking to see my feet. Yeah, because you want to sketch it. Anyway, we're over close to an hour. Yes, that's it. We're at 53 minutes. Okay. In, in, uh, in uh, conclusion, I just want to say uh, COVID's not real. Fauci is a Chinese spy. And we got to do away with all of the people who are questioning those two facts. Let's get rid of them. Let's start asking the real questions. Like, where are these underground tunnels? Okay? Who's Hillary working for? How did Joe Biden become a hundred millionaire? See, I slipped a real question in with a bunch of QAnon questions. Because I want you to see how you continue to go down the rabbit hole of fucking paranoia. Because there may be one thing right in a hundred point Alex Jones rant. And that keeps you hooked. That keeps you hooked on the conspiracy. Because he might, they all squeeze in, these self-interested charlatans will squeeze in one obvious true one. Because that's a good question. So you got to learn in this world, this modern world, to be critical thinkers. That means you can't trust any information, but you should trust information based on your common sense and reason. And the source, sources need to be held accountable again. You can't just be able to report whatever you want and fictionalize um, accounts so you can sell papers and have clickbait. You need to be put on notice, the press, the media. Hopefully that happens somehow. Hopefully the FCC or Congress comes up with some accountability where the press is sort of penalized for false information. But that is a good question. How the fuck did, come on, man. Come on, man. Fucking Joe Biden from Delaware, the most, one of the most corrupt states in the union. Google it. That's where people go to hide their money, corporations, because they got weird state laws. Um, become a hundred millionaire when his whole career has been spent on a government salary. 
interesting. Interesante. Because the funny, ironic thing is, is right-wing people, people on the right, free market people, libertarians, they're so against um, socialism. They're so against regulation. But they are very much for the socialist salary of their politicians. And I agree. If you decide to service your country by going to office, you should not be allowed to make money off of that. The same way insider trading is a crime and Wall Street is regulated, it's time to fucking regulate the press. It's time to fucking regulate the tech industry. Because as you see, if the government doesn't regulate the tech industry and social media, the tech industry and social media is going to regulate the government. And the people. And that's already happened. So the government needs to address it. I don't care what you dumb libertarian college students say. Whenever I have a conversation from, with a libertarian, I'm saying, can we at least do this in a dorm room so the context matches? Can we fucking go also have some freshman college students here so I can feel like this is an appropriate conversation to have when I'm in my 40s, you fucking idealist utopian child? So we need to regulate. And then politics needs to be regulated by a body, not just the Justice Department. And these positions are appointed by the president. We need to amend. The legislative branch needs to amend this living, breathable document into laws. They got to adapt. They got it like the basketball did with a shot clock. We need a fucking shot clock, okay? You can't have these interest groups and these lobby groups buying politicians. You cannot have that. You cannot have these corporate interests funding election campaigns. That's got to be over. Hopefully we learn that. Hopefully in the future that will keep a populist, maniac, narcissist, celebrity out of office. Hopefully it'll keep a corrupt fucking person who's a hundred millionaire somehow out of office. Hopefully you'll start seeing people who were born to do the duty, which was the dream of the character Socrates, quote-unquote character. He was a real person, but... He was probably fictionalized a little bit because we don't have anything written by Socrates. It's all Plato giving his account of Socrates. Um, you know, you're what they call a philosopher king. Now, the idea of that is good. Obviously, the ancient system and what he was talking about, a lot of problems. You know, Aristotle was a genius, but I guess we got to take down his statue because he believed slavery was good. You know, you know because, because slavery's been around forever. I mean, everyone's been enslaving everybody. But, you know, yeah, and he also thought women were like, you know, had third-class brains. So, you know, but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So let's start throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Let's put what needs to be on notice on notice. And let's not forget that whatever job you do, especially if it's in service of others, should be a calling, something you love, something you're born to do in a lot of ways. Free will's overrated, man. I can't go be a professional basketball player if I wanted. I led me – I this led me – my talents went where my talents were, making people laugh and being a goofball and not working that hard. I am very good at not working that hard. So let's put people on notice and let's fix this country one long day episode at a time. Thank you. Go to Long Days on YouTube. Subscribe, Yanni Long Days. Turn your notifications on. We're on Spotify now. Pretty soon we'll be on Apple Podcasts. Also listen to History Hyenas. Peace out.